Welcome to Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. Tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan. Second Half Now, sponsored by Dignity Memorial and your safe money solutions. It's time for Second Half Now. The doctors are in. Here are your hosts, Dr. Dan and Dr. Denise. And here we are again. We're very happy to welcome you to Second Half Now. This is, in fact, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. And I don't know if we say it uh, often enough, but uh, what we are providing is tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. And in that little phrase, there's a presumption that if you're not entirely thrilled with how you have been living life, if you see and feel that there is more, that there is uh, uh, some additions that you can add to your life, that's what that is, the way that you want to live your life from now on. And so we discuss the things that uh, matter to us in this 50-plus generation, and here we go with a brand-new show. I am your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, along with our lovely and talented co-host. I keep teasing you about that, but it is true. So this is Dr. Denise Well, Holden. no one can verify it, can they? Well, I've been told I have a great face for radio, so uh, <laughs> yeah. Good to see you again, Denise. Yeah, you too, Dan. Are you ready for another show? I sure am. Yeah. Well, we had a little wind-up because our guest uh, has some very powerful stuff to talk about, and you kind of got right into that, and uh, we're ready to roll. So. His, the, what he's bringing today, pay attention. It is really good stuff. Exactly. In fact, maybe you want to get out a notepad. Unless you're driving, let your passenger uh, get out that notepad. And also you can hear it online. Go to secondhalfnow.com. You can hear the replay on the podcast. So I want to start with a quote. It's from Mark Twain. I didn't tell you about this, Mr. Guest, who I haven't even introduced yet. But here's, here's a quote from Mark Twain. The two most important days in your life are the day you were born and the day you find out why. You like that? I love it. All right. Okay. Now, those who know you already know your voice, so that <laughs> cat is out of the bag, but I'll introduce you in a moment. I want to set this up by talking in this way. Um, it is so important that we understand who God made you to be and why, because it isn't about you. It isn't about just uh, shaping you in a certain fashion and... Uh, when God uh, rubs his hands together after that completion, he says, there, I'm done with that. Or maybe he puts his um, his palm up to his forehead and said, oh, my gosh, what did I have, have I made here? Oh, Yeah. Oh, God was Scandinavian. Is that the deal, George? Yeah. Okay. So, and I was very uh, impressed by the by the statistical information that a book that came out a number of years ago by Pastor Rick Warren, by the, by the title of The Purpose Driven Life, whether you like Pastor Warren or whether you like the book or whatever, it is the best-selling nonfiction book of all time. That's crazy. Well, and, you know, I think, gosh, that goes beyond the church. That goes beyond the Christian community. That's amazing. And I think there's power in the title, The Purpose Driven Life. And I believe that people want to live on purpose and want to live for a purpose. We're going to be talking about that today because we're not just an accident, some random set of molecules and organs and a bag of skin moving around uh, you know, without any um, specific direction. There is a God-given identification, and we'll use the term identity. So who has God made you to be, and why did he make you that way? In fact, that reminds me, Denise, about the theme verse that we have, uh, which is... Uh, 
Ephesians 2.10. So we have the great salvation passage for you are saved by grace through faith, and that is not of your own doing. It is a gift of God, not a result of works, lest anyone should boast. Now don't close the Bible yet. There's that verse 10. It says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which he prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So we have an identity, we have a self, we have uh, who we are, and it is all designed by God. That's very important. I know you're just itching to jump in here, so hang no, on a second. No, I'm loving what I you're know. saying. I'm soaking it Preach all it, in. Preach it, brother. It's just great. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> and I believe this, um, uh, that God has a plan and a purpose for every human being, even for the vilest of sinners and the criminals, and God had a purpose for them too. Now they took the wrong direction and made wrong choices and didn't understand that it, it, they were there by God's design to begin with. But I believe that every human being is given a plan and a purpose from God. And one more little bullet point, and then we'll get into our program. Finding our God-given identity can be the most important and affirming thing hmm. we will ever do. Because we're not who we think we are. Right. Right? We are so much more, and God will tell us and with this short show through our guest how to find out our identity. And it's much more than this show. We're going to give some information about some uh, a series, about a course or a class or a Bible study that can um, help us with that. So the title for today's show is this, Who Are You and Why Are You Here? What do you think? It's fantastic. I, I'm afraid, though, that uh, we will barely get into it. Maybe we'll get into three sentences of that yeah. and barely even right. get a scratching going on. And speaking of scratching, I want people to be scratching their heads and saying, hmm, okay, that is a good question. Who am I and why am I here? Exactly. Those are the most fundamental Christ, uh, human questions. That, that we can deal with. We've got to get on to our guest. Well, but they, really, Denise, they really are fundamental questions, right. and they deal with our word for the day, which you've been actually talking about leading up to it. So it would make good sense that our word for the day is self. What is a self? How do we come to be ourselves? How is it that you, Dan, are yourself and I'm myself? We don't really step back and use right. that those thinking abilities we have to examine that fully, but we sure are governed by who that self is right now. Absolutely. But the good news is yeah. God is very concerned about our self, about and there's yeah. things he wants to do with yeah. those selves of ours. While you were saying that triggered this thought, uh, we by nature, by human nature, we are self-centered. Mm. And if we learn what our guest is going to uh, teach us about what that self is, it's okay to be self-centered as, as long as that self is found in our identity, our God-given identity. Very and good. Dr. Denise, you have a doctorate in psychology and you're a neurobiologist, uh, is it correct, a neurobiologist? I think All that the, would be taking it a little bit okay. too far. Let's just say I have a biology degree that led me to into psychology. Yeah. And in this, in this age, that has set me up to be able to understand what the neurobiologists are finding out. Okay. And that is incredibly helpful to our understanding of how we as human beings work, how God made us wonderfully, how he made us. And when you're talking about self, uh, mm -hmm. that's what I was thinking. But right. with the psychology and the mm -hmm. biology and everything behind that, you're speaking um, academically and professionally. So 
Well, let's get on with it. Uh, we do this show, all of our shows, so that boomers can thrive and then in that thriving can find and fulfill their calling. And and one little housekeeping note before we get on to our guest, and that is we cover the five core life issues. Uh, we're not, uh, we only do like one per show, and uh, but, the, uh, but we always want to keep those in the front. So those five core life issues are, number one, home and family, number two, health and wellness, number three, budget and finances, number four, heart and soul, and number five, work and purpose. And I think this show today called Who Are You and Why Are You Here? Uh, we're going to put that under the category of heart and soul because it is about our spiritual nature, our self, our connection with God. Again, the show is Who Are You? And why are you here? So I'm going to introduce my guest today. We've known each other a year or so. We kind of bump into each other at Christian Chamber uh, meetings and at a couple of other things. And this is Pastor George Ledoux, L-A, capital L-A, capital D-U. Is that French or? Oui, oui. Oui, oui, it is. Okay, (laughs) all right. And uh, George is going to talk about this uh, thing that, uh, that God has led him to create called the Identity Project. So, George Ledoux, thank you for coming in today, and welcome to Second Half Now. And Dan and Denise, thank you so much for having me. It's just a joy to be here and to bring good news to our listeners today. Oh, I like that. Yeah, the tease of good news. All right, so let's, ha- let's have some good, good news, and let's talk about, um, let's see, I uh, get my, my right notes here. All right. So we talked about the Identity Project, and this is the thing that uh, God has placed in your heart, and you've been running with this for quite a bit of time, uh, becoming more public and more open and more presented, um, but it's been stirring around inside of you. So uh, just thinking of the Identity Project, the book and the course and the Bible study, what is the goal or the objective? What is that good news? What do you want to see happen? Well, if we're talking about the church, I'm I'm interested in in helping us connect to our Heavenly Father, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You see, I think in the church, uh, having pastored for 40 years, uh, many of us have looked at the Word of God like an instruction manual, like a how-to. How do I be good? How do I be acceptable? How do I love my wife? How do I... Mm. And I don't know that that God meant it to be that way. I think what he really wanted it to be is like a personal love letter to each one of us. Yeah, okay, good. And so in that love letter, it would be to find out who he is and then who we are in relationship to him. And out of that, I say identity reveals purpose. Mm -hmm. I like that, and I like that theme. So what you said there was really crisp. So uh, what you're reminding us about or saying to us is that God's Word, His eternal Word, the purpose of it is to tell us who He is and also reveal who we are so that we might be connected on that identity. Uh, And so it's the identity project. Amen. And who is it for? Who, Who would be the person that would benefit by who would want to participate in that? Anyone who is asking the question... Why am I here? Yeah. What's my purpose in life? What's it, what's it all about, Alfie? 
Right. <laughs> if I can take you back to the 60s. Yeah, I can go back there yeah. with you. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I, we can go back to the 50s or the 40s if you want to. But I think 99% of human beings are asking that question at some yeah. point in their life. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think that's – I was. I'm amazed by how many people I know who come from an evolutionary perspective mm-hmm. yet are asking and are frustrating, frustrated because they don't know why they're here. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, you have, do you have children? Yes. Well, there you go. You're done. What are you worried about? But they mm-hmm. are. They're not satisfied with what evolution says their purpose is, which is basically just to recreate themselves and their offspring by having offspring. Yes. That's it. Yes. Yeah, and while you're here, just do the best you can to be happy and be secure and take care of things. Well, you don't even have to do that according to an evolutionary principles shoot if you wanted to hurt somebody along the way what's the rule against that if it keeps your family more likely to progress that's all well and good Mm. we don't really live according to what these other philosophies really say because deep down inside god has made us differently and it doesn't work and i think god has placed that question and that yearning and that longing inside of us exactly what is this all about and we come along with george and some good news so Mm -hmm. george can you tell about uh, i know you've had many but maybe one person that comes to mind that has uh, been engaged in this process of identity project and just tell without any names or anything Mm -hmm. you know how what impact did it have on that person well recently uh one uh, individual went through the program with us and you know life has a way of pain of having pain and challenges and so on and and this this uh fellow was in his 30s and he had his own business and and when he started in the identity project he was very scattered and uh, not knowing what to do and troubles on every side mm. And so as he went through the process, um, when he graduated, he said this to me, which really stands out for me personally, and that is, you know, George, I still am in the hot water, so to speak. I'm still going through the hurts and the challenges, but you know what? Now it's okay. Mm-hmm. Mm different perspective, a different look at the issues that are surrounding. So uh, I imagine that this person uh, was experiencing stress and uncertainty and confusion and all of that stuff. All around his yeah. his wife, his children, his business, his everything seemed to be yeah. going downhill and didn't have much of a hope. Wow. So finding out through the Identity Project who he is and who God is mm-hmm. and getting those identities connected mm-hmm. made a big difference for him. Yes. And, and he was, there. you know, there's a story in uh, in the gospel, um, actually in the book of Daniel that, that speaks about uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, uh, how they were thrown into the fire. The fiery furnace. Fiery furnace. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, one thing I find interesting with that little story is that he never tried to get out of the fire. Mm, right. He stayed in the fire. Stood there, yeah. And then all of a sudden, the king looks in and says, I see a fourth man in there. What's going on, basically? Yeah. What's going on in the middle of that fire? Right, yeah. right. Where they're not being burned up. Exactly. And 
And uh, so he's content in the fire. Mm-hmm. Okay, and and wow. there's a there's a whole sermon right there. No kidding. For us to be content oh, in the fire, yeah. and the reason that he was content was he was with the Lord. Mm-hmm. He was with Jesus. Why would I try and get out of the fire if I'm with Jesus? I would much rather be in the fire with Jesus than being out of the fire without him. With all y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. All right. More about the fire and the fiery furnace and being with Jesus in the midst of tough times right after the break. Don't go away. Do you have an elderly parent that is becoming isolated, not eating well, feeling depressed or fearful of losing independence? Do you know your options? Need peace of mind or know what is best for yourself or others during their golden years of life? At no cost to you or your family, Golden Placement Services can give you hope in the midst of great change. Even if it means staying at home is the right option. Call the Golden Girls at 503-723-7145 today. That's 503-723-7145 and schedule your non-obligation appointment today. Helping to plan a funeral for someone you love is a painful process. It's one of the most emotional things you'll ever have to do. But imagine how much grief would be spared if people planned for themselves. Though it may sound difficult or uncomfortable to even think about, the experts at Dignity Memorial Funeral Homes and Cemeteries can help with a free personal planning guide that takes you step-by-step through the process. And, of course, Dignity Memorial will even help you complete your plan with the expert assistance of trained and caring advisors. There are a lot of very good reasons to plan ahead. Make sure your final wishes are respected, sparing your loved ones the added grief of planning for you, and having to pay for it. If you choose to fund your plan early, you can even lock in current pricing, avoiding increases due to inflation, and take advantage of budget-friendly payments. There is a free informational seminar that includes a complimentary meal at a restaurant in your area very soon. Find out more and ask any questions you may have by calling Katie at 503-807-5715. It costs nothing to learn how you can protect your loved ones by planning ahead. Give Katie at Dignity Memorial a call today at 503-807-5715. Property values are on the rise, higher than they've been in years. It's time to take the equity in your home and do something different. 24-7 Properties will provide you with custom personal care to get the maximum value out of your home. Jeff Edmondson of 24-7 Properties is a licensed general contractor as well as a real estate agent, giving you the expertise on how to effectively get your home ready to sell at the highest price. Visit Jeff online at 247prop.com. I'm Jeff Edmondson, founder of 24-7 Properties. Call me today and let's have a conversation about selling your house. No obligation, no cost. Let's find out what's right for you. Call me, 503-780-3030, We are back with George Ledoux and the Identity Project right here in the studio, and we're on to some good stuff with a good start. Ready, uh, George, to continue? Let's go. All right. So before we do, we're going to thank the people that make this show and all of our shows possible, our wonderful list of, uh, of partners. Yes, they are Your Safe Money Solutions and Dan the Mortgage Man with First Priority Financial, Dave Rutan with Waddell and Reed Financial Advisors and Dream Trips, Portland City Acupuncture, The Next Phase Coaching, and Beaverton Family Chiropractic. Those and the others that we'll read uh, on part two, they really um, 
partner with us in ministry because we do a whole lot more than just a radio show. So, George, let's get back into it. We're talking about taking uh, Scripture, taking God's timeless Word, having it speak to us and raising us uh, with the with the issue, the question, who am I? Who has God created me to be? Now, you have a background. You said 40 years as a pastor? Yes. Did you start at five years old then? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's okay. where it was. Okay. Yeah. Actually, just, just for you, uh, my wife and I have been together since she was 14 and I was 15. Oh, wow. So Good we've been you. together for 46, 47 years wow. now. Wow. God bless you. And, uh, and we were, uh, if you're ready, we were actually ballet partners together. Seriously. That's fantastic. Yes. Uh-huh. You were doing ballet? Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> for, we were ballet partners for three years oh, my. before great. I went off to college to study dance and choreography. That you have that on YouTube? Great. I'd like to see some of those <laughs> videos. I'll bet you would. <laughs> those of you who know George and have been with him know that he doesn't really look the dancing type, right? No. But who knows, you know, back... I am pleasantly surprised. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. And she actually uh, went off and studied with the Royal Winnipeg Ballet. Really? Wow. Yeah. So why Very did cool. you get into uh, ministry as a pastor? Well, I was uh, raised Catholic. I graduated from Jesuit high school. Oh, really? Mm. Um, I actually went off to college to prove that there was no God. Okay. I was uh, the end of the, mm. the hippie era, and uh, if it feels good, do it. Right. You know, as long as it doesn't hurt anybody, do your own thing. Right. And, uh, and so uh, I got involved in uh, Maharishi Mahesh Yogi, studying, you know, uh, all you know, transcendental meditation. I was going to become a teacher with him out of Switzerland and, and so on. And, and then, um, a group from a campus crusade for Christ, uh, assaulted me <laughs> with a tract <laughs> uh, on wow. campus and, uh, and shared some good news with me. And I didn't understand at all what they were talking about, but, uh, I did ask Jesus mm. into my heart, mm. um, that year. And, um, from then, went on to begin to understand what it meant to know him as the Lord of my life. Yeah. Was that the four spiritual laws that they present to you? And then they had that other one. Uh, I can't think of the, the, uh, the secret to a spirit filled life or something where they had the, the throne. And then uh, if you're on the throne then everything's going crazy and wacko and you're confused and everything, but then with Jesus on the throne, then it's, Life is different. You know what I'm talking about? That no, I didn't go through that. You but. <laughs> didn't do that. Okay, so now you're a pastor. Uh, yes. I mean, that's a really fast forward. Okay, you come to Christ through the uh, uh, ministry of Campus Crusade with mm-hmm. the Four Spiritual Laws, and you have a heart. There's a reason that you went into ministry. What was that? Uh, the reason is that the, the gifting, the grace in, in in my life that the Lord's gifted me with is a prophetic pastoral call. Okay. So... Explain what that means. Well, that means that uh, the Lord has used me for these forty some years in in the prophetic. Um, as a, I was actually ordained as a, a prophet in the body of Christ. So in Ephesians four eleven through thirteen, the fivefold ministry it talks about the fivefold: the apostle, uh, the evangelist, the pastor, the teacher. Um, Let's see. I'm missing one. There's got to be prophet in there somewhere. Yeah. Did oh, you mention prophet was the last one? That's okay. who we were talking about. Right. Yeah. So the fivefold ministry is called to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. Yeah. And so, um, 
so that along with the the giftedness or the grace uh, of pastoring, so it's a kind of unusual um, call, if you will, um, to kind of roll with both of them. Yeah. And, and you were very strongly a man of the word. I mean, mm-hmm. it's God's revealed eternal word that was your your guide uh, for for truth and for everything that Amen. you teached, teached, <laughs> preached, and taught. Yes. i got to conjugate those verbs correctly. Uh, okay, and what, where I'm getting to that is because that's the foundation of the Identity Project. Because yes. I see it in your book. It's throughout. I mean, every page has a whole bunch of Scripture verses on there. And so we're talking about with George Ledoux and the Identity Project, and the, the uh, title for today's show is Who Are You and Why Are You Here? And, you know, um, George, we're going to ask you to stay over for part two, which we're going to have on our website on the podcast. And, uh, in fact, I'd like you to come back another another show also, mm-hmm. okay, because there's far more than we can possibly cover. So we're going to wind down on this part, but we uh, want everybody to, when they're done listening to the radio, get on your smartphone or your your tablet or your laptop or whatever Internet-connected device and uh, hear the rest of the show. Denise? Yeah, and I would. I hope that on the second half you could answer a question I have, and that is when you, how did you come to know that you were called to be a prophetic pastor? Amen. We'll be glad to talk about that. All right, and that's going to be on the other side. So we're talking with George Ledoux here in the studio at KKPZ, and we're talking about his book and his course, Bible study called Who Are You? No, it's called The Identity Project. Uh, but the name of today's show is Who Are You and Why Are You Here? We've got some great other shows coming up. We have that Dan the Mortgage Man that uh, Denise read with First Priority Financial, all the market changes and the rates and availability of of money for, for mortgages. Is it time to refi? What about a reverse mortgage? All of that. Dan's going to lend us some wisdom on that. And I'm really pleased to announce that we have Rick Johnson coming in in a couple weeks. He is a national speaker, the author of 10 books on parenting and family life. Had coffee with him a couple weeks ago. He's going to be a great guest. All this and a whole lot more on Second Half Now. We want to encourage you to uh, get over to the website and at secondhalfnow.com and go to the tab there. There's a button called um, Radio... Archive, Radio Show Archives, I think it is. I'm looking for some help here in the studio, (laughs) but there's kind of these uh, raised eyebrows saying, "Mm, yeah, where you're going. Now now that I'm there, you are right. All right. So we want to encourage you to tune in every Monday, 530 to 6 p.m. on the radio station, KKPZ 1330 on the AM dial. And then, of course, around the clock and around the world, you want to go to our website, secondhalfnow.com. And uh, we've got all of our shows, some 70 shows on you know, those five core uh, life issue areas that we talked about. And uh, listen to your heart's content. And if you have questions about today's topic or want to get some more information about George, uh, just go to our website, secondhalfnow.com, and there's a contact form in there. You can ask uh, questions. Uh, George, real quickly, do you have a website that you want to say real quickly? Sure. It's www. J-C-F, as in Jubilee Christian Fellowship, dot, dot org. Dot org. Okay, good. We're out of here. Who are you and why are you here? Come see us uh, on the other side on part two, and we'll finish up our talk with George Ledoux 
and the Identity Project. That's it for now. See you over on the other side. Thanks for listening to Second Half Now with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan on KKPZ 1330 The Truth. Sponsored by Dignity Memorial and your safe money solutions. To hear the rest of this program, find out more about the topics discussed today, or ask questions, visit secondhalfnow.com. That's secondhalfnow.com. Tune in next Monday at 5.30 p.m. for more tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. Until then, visit secondhalfnow.com. Welcome to Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. Tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan. Second Half Now, sponsored by Dignity Memorial and your safe money solutions. It's time for Second Half Now. The doctors are in. Here are your hosts, Dr. Dan and Dr. Denise. Welcome back. We are talking in the studio here today with George Ledoux and The Identity Project. This is part two of our show with the title, Who Are You and Why Are You Here? And if you haven't heard part one, you got to uh, hear that first. That uh, lays the foundation here. So uh, here on the podcast, which is available, of course, around the clock and around the world, we are continuing our conversation about The Identity Project and uh, it's very important. We've already laid the foundation, so uh, we won't repeat that. But, George, we're going to get back into uh, the content of the book. And as we talked ahead of time before the show, um, it all starts off the book and the course, the Bible study, starts with that topic, My Father's Business. Mm. So, And that's, uh, that lays the foundation for the rest of the 16 sessions yes. total uh, that you do on this. So uh, let's get into that. Where would you like to start in talking about my father's business, chapter one. As we started this, uh, Dan and Denise, the issue when I was working with my first CEO was how can he negotiate life? How can he get through life successfully? Now, Jesus said that the father and I are one. And then in John 17, he invites us into that oneship with him. I'd like you to be one with us, even mm-hmm. as I'm the Father and I are one. See? Right. And so how did Jesus do all the miracles he did? And because on one hand, he said, uh, I don't do anything unless I see the Father do it. And then, But then at the end of the Gospel of John, it says, John wrote, how do we written down all the scriptures that Jesus wrote, all the things that Jesus did, the world couldn't handle them all. Hmm. So apparently what we have recorded in the Gospels is just the tip of the iceberg to the many, many Hmm. miracles and things that Jesus did. Right. And so, but my thought is, how did he, he doesn't do anything unless he sees the Father. Did he get a download of a video, or <laughs> how did he know? How did he see all so much, you know? And here's where I think the answer lies. is found in Ezekiel eleven nineteen, which says, In that day I will give them one heart, and I'll give them a new spirit, and I'll take out their stony heart and give them my heart of flesh. Mm. And then they'll just go and do all the right stuff. Mm. So, so I'll unpack that a little bit. So when you when you have, by God's grace, a stony heart removed and a mm-hmm. heart of flesh mm-hmm. placed in there, 
What difference does that make for the person? Well, it, that means that we have our Heavenly Father's heart. Right, okay. See, I believe getting his heart is what's going to qualify us for the miraculous. Right, wow. And then the consequence is what? So if we have the Father's heart, how will we live our life different? So here's my illustration for you. I see what we've done in the past is we have gone to God with our projects and our mm -hmm. ideas and say, oh, God, if you just bless this, then I'll give part of the money to the church. And, we'll, um, oh, God, just bless this. You know? mm -hmm. and, but the Lord's saying, George, stop that. Just come up on my lap. Lay your head on my chest and get my heartbeat. Mm. I want to give you my heart. And then you can just leave my presence and go and be the light of the world that I created you to mm. be. You won't have to try anymore. Just like Jesus, you'll just be. He said you are the light of the world. Not go try to be the light of the world. So we don't go learn how to be the light of the world. You are the world. Yeah, you are the you light. Are the light. So we don't come to God with our agenda, our, our program, and say, "Would you sign off on this?" My dad had a great quote for that. He said, "Do you want to know how to make God laugh? Mm. Tell him your plans." There you go. He'll <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> say, yeah. and I think you know, my dad didn't add this, but I could now and say, "I think God would say that's so small. That's right. so you. I want mm. a plan that is bigger, and I want a plan that is me. Wow. It's my heart, my." My plans and my purpose for you. So let's keep going, George. We're uh, into the first chapter, My Father's Business. That's all we're going to be able to cover in this show. And even that, not completely. Mm -hmm. But uh, what's next? So the beauty of it is that he invites us into his business. So can you succinctly state what your father's business is? What does the Heavenly Father care about? What is he passionate mm -hmm. about? What does he laugh about? What does he cry about? What touches his heart? Wouldn't you know, want to know what's on his heart and mine? And then he invites us into that to get his heart mm -hmm. and to be part of an extension of him, just like Jesus was an extension of the Heavenly Father. So Philip comes to, to Jesus and he goes, show, show us the Father, Lord. And I can just see Phil and Jesus going, oh, are you vague, Philip? How long have I been with you? Right. Yeah. If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Jesus was the exact manifestation of the Heavenly Father in the earth. And he invites us to be his son, that we are grafted in. Amen? Mm -hmm. Amen. We, we are truly sons of God. We are not... Uh, fake sons we're not pretend sons jesus is our elder brother according to colossians which talks about being the firstborn of many brethren mm -hmm. and i want to be like him right. i look to him as my not only my lord and my savior but also as the way of life i should live and that love relationship so so I want to find out what's important to our Heavenly Father and Jesus and the Holy Spirit. And that's what we find out in chapter 1, which might be summarized in a couple of scriptures. And, and one that I love is found in Isaiah 61, verses 1 through 3. 
and Jesus quoted it in, in his own hometown when he said that the anointing of the Lord God is upon me, for he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor, to bind up the brokenhearted, to open the pros- prison doors, to give the oil of joy for mourning and the garments of praise for the spirit of heaviness, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord and the dead vengeance of our God, to give the oil of joy and the uh, oil for uh, that we would become the planting of the Lord, oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, so that he would be glorified. That's what he wants to do. He wants to, to give us that oil that we so need to become and release into the earth his heart today to bind up the brokenhearted. I would suggest that the Father's work is not yet done. Jesus said in John 4, 34, that my meat is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. Mm -hmm. In other words, I get life and sustenance when I get to do the Father's business. I get to bind up the brokenhearted. I get to declare, open those prison doors and say, come out. And come into the fullness of the love, the power, and the life that your Heavenly Father has prepared you for before the foundation of the world. You know, and as you're saying that, George, that was just so beautiful. I'm sitting here fairly mesmerized. But at the same time, I'm hearing Hebrews in that, too, and what you're talking about, that meat, that going out and doing the Father's will, that's what he says mm. matures us and grows us up in Christ. Mm-hmm. It, isn't, it isn't learning and picking apart and fully understanding all the doctrines. Paul says, or the writer of Hebrews, which some think is Paul, or whoever wrote it, says, no. That's the milk. Get on with it and do and be who God has called you to be. Amen. And the beauty of it is that we all love to do what we were designed to do by Mm. God. Let's go to the designer of the universe who designed you. And then, so let's let's use something like a, a tool. Let's say like a Phillips screwdriver. Let's say God designed you to be a Phillips screwdriver, you know? Phillips screwdrivers just love to screw in Phillips screws. That's what they were born for. Isn't it time that we start fulfilling what we were born for? When are we going to begin to believe that we have a destiny to fulfill in God, that he wants to co-labor with us in this life, that we would truly be his hands and feet in the Mm. earth to bind up the brokenhearted? It's time for glory in the church. It's time glory at the church Amen, you know i'm thinking uh, as an extension of that uh that sometimes we miss the fact that that our father does have business you know we we get sort of a humanistic or a self-focused self-centered approach to life and we say well when i grow up i want to do this or next week i want to you know, make this plan or have this meeting or get this job or whatever. Even as adults, we do that. Mm. But what you're helping us understand, George, is that our Father, our Heavenly Father, does have a business. And uh, I didn't go into my dad's business. He was a piano tuner Mm. uh, for many years. And uh, around the neighborhoods that we were talking about, you know, Maplewood and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Metzger and Progress and Southwest Portland— and I didn't follow that. I didn't. I didn't want to. That wasn't my calling. Yes. But what you're saying is that God has given a a revelation to us that we want to be. We He's created us in a way that we are most fulfilled 
and most blessed when we are uh, about his business. It's going to be different for each one of us. Yes. Because you look at the different listings of the spiritual gifts and you mm-hmm. look at the callings and the, all the ministry passions and all of that. We'll, it'll look different for each of us. Mm. But I guess what I'm getting at is how powerful it is when we understand, first of all, that our Father does have business for us to be a part of. And had I been in my dad's business, I I would have had one part. My other brothers maybe would have had other parts, each doing our own thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, Mm -hmm. and some some sons do father, you know, follow in their father's steps and, you know, learn the business and so forth. I hope I'm not mixing the messages here. No, that's right. But I think that's powerful. So thank you for helping us understand that. Well, and I think part of the message and all that, too, Mm -hmm. is our father's big business is big. It mm-hmm. is comprehensive. It is so big that all of us can find, and he has for all of us, mm-hmm. something to do within that that is uniquely fits us. So we're not going to have to feel like we have to go find it somewhere else. And, and as we get close to him, then he will reveal it to us right. in, you know, in due season at the right time and place. Give us, we're on a need to know basis with God, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Most of us want to yeah. see a mile down the road. Right. right? But mm. he, through his word says that thy word is a lamp unto my feet, mm-hmm. right? right? It's a light unto oh, yeah. my path. So he wants to show us the next step as we're faithful to take it. Mm-hmm. And then he'll lead us right into it. I say that most of us only know about 10% of how wonderfully made we are. Mm-hmm. Do you, That's too bad, isn't it? Do you think the same way? So your Heavenly Father has a picture of you and what he thinks. Is your thinking of yourself and his thinking of yourself, do they match up? Would the Polaroid pictures be exactly the same? Mm. And I, I would say they, they would be woefully wanting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we want to say, Lord, take us along the way. Now, this is what I say, too. If Jesus was 31 at the fullness of his ministry, walking in life and power and love in the earth, and when I got born again, I was zero, how old am I, spiritually speaking? Let's ask that question of ourselves. Let's have a little inventory. How old would you say you are right now in walking and growing up as a son of God uh, like our older brother Jesus? And here's the deal. It really doesn't matter what the answer is. Because however old we are, if I'm a three-year-old, you know, God the Father loves three-year-olds. I have a three-year-old grandson that I just spent the last two days with. I'm not trying to see him, force him to grow up to be four mm-hmm. anytime soon. Right. I'm, I'm enjoying the threeness. Right. Right? Oh, yeah. It's Good so cute and, and so on. <laughs> and, and our Heavenly Father is the same way. So this is what, because we are so doing-oriented, mm-hmm. it's going to take a while of this discipleship program to break that in us mm-hmm. where we can smell the roses along the way mm-hmm. and just enjoy the walk with God Mm -hmm. and let him love on us and begin to know his love and how wonderfully and fearfully made we are begin to have him draw in and develop that photo of that he has of me so that it it can be a joy not a obligation and I'm hearing this on a couple of different levels George and let me know if I'm on the right track here so um, when when the psalmist writes that, that I am fearfully and wonderfully made, there's a couple of different things that, that I could see there. 
One is the humanness, the body, the mind, all of the organs and all the eyes and all that stuff. It's just absolutely incredibly complex. But the other side of that, too, is uniquely me, that God has made me very unique and designed me for a purpose, that Phillips screwdriver or whatever tool I am. So it really is both because I can look in a microscope and I see a whole lot about about you know my blood or my whatever else I can I can take a, mm-hmm. a an eyelash and put it under the <laughs> microscope and see some wonderfully complex things. Yes, but then uh, would you say too that that is really talking about my uh, unique identity as a person? And I use that and very so, example. I said, let me take a little piece of your DNA, yeah. and put it under the microscope and see how uniquely made you are. Mm-hmm. What I say is when we start taking a look at the grace in your life, Mm -hmm. your strengths, your passions, your talents, your vision, your mission, your when you start taking a look at how wonderfully made you are, I say, there's no competition for you. Right. 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 There is no competition for you. Yeah. And God has good works for you to walk in. Your job isn't to figure it out. Your job is to crawl up on his lap. Mm. and get his heartbeat his heart and it'll he'll reveal it to you and that sounds like sounds like you're asking my answering my question from the from the first half mm-hmm. and that is about hearing god's call about knowing that call Amen. and so as you're getting when you say you're getting to know him help our un- audience understand how within that you hear a call does god do you hear a voice saying stuff do you see pictures of things how did you hear god's call well when i got born again i actually didn't get it about being a disciple and and i went over to my mother's house i remember and and nobody was home i went over to counsel with her because i i wanted to know what god's call so i i I was at the end of my rope and i sat on her couch and i said okay god i'm ready Mm, wow give me the download yeah what is it just tell me mm-hmm. and i'll do whatever you say but i gotta know i just i just don't know i sat there for 45 minutes in silence raising my eye up to heaven. <laughs> I, was, I was expecting the roof to part and him go sure <laughs> i want you to go to the corner or something anything and back in those days it was like i i really thought that Western Union would ring the doorbell. Yeah, here's your uh-huh. telegram. Here's from God. Right. Now, George, God says, <laughs> and, and tell me the call. Mm-hmm. And here's the call. Let's get into a love relationship with him. Right. Let's be intimate with him. You know, I've jokingly said that most of us know about God, then we know him. He wants to know us. He knows us intimately. He wants us to know him intimately. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You see? And because of our lives, some of us haven't grown up with the right father figure. We've had hurts, suffering, terrible things that have happened that, that keep us from seeing and hearing from him. So one of the chapters in the Identity Project is entitled Hearing God. How do we hear God? Mm-hmm. What's involved in that? Mm-hmm. And then, exactly. and then another chapter of uh, have the God kind of thinking. Wouldn't it be great to think like God thinks? Mm. Well, I think Jesus did. So, George, when you were talking, uh, rewind a few minutes. You were talking about the glory in the church, mm. and you got kind of emotional about yeah. that. 
I want to hear about that right after the break. We'll be right back. Do you have an elderly parent that is becoming isolated, not eating well, feeling depressed or fearful of losing independence? Do you know your options? Need peace of mind or know what is best for yourself or others during their golden years of life? At no cost to you or your family, Golden Placement Services can give you hope in the midst of great change. Even if it means staying at home is the right option. Call the Golden Girls at 503-723-7145 today. That's 503-723-7145 and schedule your non-obligation appointment today. Helping to plan a funeral for someone you love is a painful process. It's one of the most emotional things you'll ever have to do. But imagine how much grief would be spared if people planned for themselves. Though it may sound difficult or uncomfortable to even think about, the experts at Dignity Memorial Funeral Homes and Cemeteries can help with a free personal planning guide that takes you step-by-step through the process. And, of course, Dignity Memorial will even help you complete your plan with the expert assistance of trained and caring advisors. There are a lot of very good reasons to plan ahead. Make sure your final wishes are respected, sparing your loved ones the added grief of planning for you and having to pay for it. If you choose to fund your plan early, you can even lock in current pricing, avoiding increases due to inflation, and take advantage of budget-friendly payments. There is a free informational seminar that includes a complimentary meal at a restaurant in your area very soon. Find out more and ask any questions you may have by calling Katie at 503-807-5715. It costs nothing to learn how you can protect your loved ones by planning ahead. Give Katie at Dignity Memorial a call today at 503-807-5715. Interest rates are still down, and that means the time to buy is right now. Let 24-7 Properties help you find the right house for your current needs. Jeff and his team, they take the time to get to know you and your unique situation to find the home that's just right for you. Search for available homes online at 247prop.com. I'm Jeff Edmondson, founder of 24-7 Properties. Call me today and let's talk about the type of property you are interested in purchasing. No obligation, no cost. Let's find out what's right for you. Call me, 503-780-3030. Well, we are back, and those were some uh, great spots from some of our partners, and we have some others for you. Your Safe Money Solutions, Media Marketing, Northwest Web Creation Company, Legal Shield and ID Shield, Eastside Printing, Warner Pacific College, Multnomah University, KKPZ, Christian Chamber of Commerce Northwest, and Serving Our Neighbors. You can find all these folks on our website, and if you know someone who might be interested in becoming a sponsor on our website as a contact form, please direct them there so they can become a part of this great set of partners. You know what's amazing to me, Denise, is when we read this list and then the one that we read on part one, I just get warm fuzzies because these are people that we know and love and trust and we recommend them and they actually make this show possible. Right. We know who the people are behind these names. Exactly. Even the big names. When we talk Mm -hmm. about Dignity Memorial, well, we know Katie Kalmbach. She's been on the show a few times. We see her at our regular business development meetings. She's a gem. And we would highly recommend her. And we know uh, Dave Rutan with Waddell and Reed. I mean, they're a mm-hmm. national firm, highly regarded, very big financial uh, advice firm, financial counselors. 
Uh, but Dave Waddell is our local guy, and we, we really appreciate him and, and uh, respect him and his work a lot. Well, and what's really neat about these folks is that uh, George Ledoux <clears throat> is talking about the heart of God. Mm-hmm. And that's why these folks are partners in this show, is Good not point. to sell their businesses, but because they have a heart for the work that God is doing in our community. Good point. And I will say this, and we'll uh, make some uh, announcements tomorrow at our business development meeting, that because we're on the air, because we have a radio show, and we have different guests from different walks of life, we are really in the uh, sort of the apex or the crosshairs here, uh, because what's happening with some of our connecting is going really across the uh, country and around the world. There's some very significant things taking place in Kenya uh, with Pastor Daniel Amakobe, who was here in studio a few weeks ago and hooking up with some students and uh, the head of the business department at Multnomah University. And uh, so we'll be talking some more about that, But uh, and we're going to put some of that stuff up on our website. So, George, back to you. Well, I want to jump in on Kenya okay? because I have a call to, to go to Kenya okay. with the Identity Project oh. for business people and for pastors. Okay. Okay, I was ordained in Nukuru, outside of Nairobi. Seriously? Wow. The, okay. No and kidding. the bishop that uh, helped start 120 churches, a friend of mine, Tamabungu, uh, he, he and his church ordained me from afar. Wow. And he and okay. his wife came over, yeah. prayed over my wife and I, gave us the certificate from his church with all the elders on it. And uh, and I've always had a passion to go there, but I didn't want to go there without a team of businessmen who know their identity right. and pastors uh, who can help pastors catch the vision where we can join together, where we can join together and and break the spirit of poverty over Kenya. Amen. That is powerful. That's exactly what Daniel Amakobe was talking about. Okay. He's got a different approach. Uh, but along with that, do you know, uh, will you be going with the uh, Nehemiah Project or hooking up with we're, them? We're all? not sure. We're talking right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. And um, what's the other one? Open Arms International? Right. Anyway, there's mm-hmm. a lot of connections there. Sure. So thanks for sharing mm-hmm. that. So, George, before we went to the break, we talked about, and I, I could tell that this means a lot to you because you were talking about uh, the goal here is the glory in the church and for us to be able to experience that and to show that. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit. We're kind of running out of time here, but I know okay. how, how much this means to you. So the word tells us that that the bride, the Lord is coming back for a bride without spot, wrinkle, or blemish or any such thing. Mm-hmm. And that he's coming back for a bride that is a mature bride. How many of you know that he's not coming back for a child bride? Mm. Please. And how many of you know that he's going to come back for a bride that is equal to him in power, faith, love? He's going to have a bride that is equal to him by the power of the Holy Ghost. Wow. So it's time. Isaiah 60, 1 through 3 says, Arise and shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Yes, darkness covers the earth and gross darkness over the people. But my light, my glory will arise upon you. And brightness, kings will come to the brightness of your rising and people to your shining. It's time for glory in the church. Mm. It's time for us to grow up, 
to get out of our sandbox, to jump into being discipled in the gospel of the kingdom and become the full son of God that he is coming back for. And I say son of God, but let's be, let's be sure here, right? That means women too, right? Just like sonship includes men and women, uh, being a bride, I'm sorry, man, that includes you, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'm not sorry, but uh, being the bride of Christ. So, well, It's helpful to have that clarification. So I, I just want our listeners to know that George is here uh, saying those scriptures, and there's not a Bible or a stitch of notes in front of him. He's saying these from memory. These are in his from heart. From his heart. Yeah, so we're running out of time, George, but we have been talking uh, to each other and uh, allowing the audience then to kind of eavesdrop and, and uh, hear us co- converse together. What I'd like in our closing for you to talk to our listeners directly. Mm-hmm. What would you like to say to them? God has an anointing for you. And the world is desperate to see and to experience that anointing. Won't you let the Lord have his way in you on every level, spirit, soul, body, mind, will, and emotions? Mm -hmm. Because we are his representation, representatives in the earth. We are his ambassadors, according to 2 Corinthians 5, 17 and 18. So it's time for glory to be. What would glory look like? And I say, because I live over in Tiger, I say, let it go out from Tiger. Lord, I don't want a visitation of you. I want you to make us a habitation of your dwelling. Come and live in Tiger. So it would go out far and wide from here, that the Lord is in that place. I hear you can get a job there. I hear there's provision and clothing and housing. I hear there's relationship and healing. I hear that God is in that place. That's right. It's time for glory in the house of the Lord. Amen. Amen, George. Thank George you. George Ledoux, Identity Project. Um, this He's passionate about this. means a whole lot to him because he knows that it means a lot to the Father. This is the Father's business. So we're wrapping it up here. We're going to check out. But, uh, George, thank you again for coming in and being a part of Second Half Now. Dan and Denise, thank you so much for having me. Such a joy. Wow. Has been for us, too. Thank you. Absolutely. And you can hear our show on the radio, the first half, uh, every Monday, 5.30 p.m. on uh, KKPZ, 13.30 on the AM dial in the uh, vicinity metropolitan area of Portland, Oregon. If you're hearing this somewhere else, uh, you can hear it online. Go to KKPZ, uh, and you can do Listen Live, or you can go to our website and hear the podcast. So, um, gosh, this is it for now. We're going to check out, and we're going to say until next time. We pray that God will help you live a life that honors him and blesses others. So let's meet again on the podcast or live next Monday, 5.30 p.m. right here on the radio, KKPZ 1330, The Truth. God bless you. Thanks for listening to Second Half Now with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan on KKPZ 1330, The Truth. Sponsored by Dignity Memorial and your safe money solutions. To hear the rest of this program, find out more about the topics discussed today, or ask questions, visit secondhalfnow.com. That's secondhalfnow.com. Tune in next Monday at 5.30 p.m. for more tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. Until then, visit secondhalfnow.com.